Hearing voices? I'm hearing voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. This morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson, Desmond Child, you know the music. Desmond, a massive talent, uh, a massive songwriter, but a pretty humble and unsure start to that crazy career. Tell us about it. Are you talking about the same Desmond Child I know? <laughs> There's not much <laughs> humble here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I started uh, writing my memoirs about seven years ago. I call it like a seven-year jailhouse confession uh, because it really it was more of a reckoning. All You know, a lot, a lot of the things I did right, but a lot of things that I did wrong and, and um, you know, all the lessons learned to get to, you know, where I am today. Just, you know, very happy with my life and... Um, with my husband and our 21-year-old twin sons, Roman and Nero. And, um, you know, it, it's been a very gratifying career. And it's one of the most beautiful things is that I'm still friends with all the people I've worked with. Um, and that's so wonderful to go to their concerts and go backstage and give them hugs and, you know, know that we made history together. I want to focus on two songs. You give love a bad name, living on a prayer. When you write a song like that or any of the others that have gone on to be massive hits for so many great artists, are you aware when you quote unquote finish that song that it's good or that it's going to be a massive hit? What's your mindset when you put the pen down? Well, I, I don't really, I mean, some songs you start and you go, you know, that's a stillborn, that, the, that idea, you can't milk any more out of it. But usually, you know, I, I deliver when I'm, when I'm brought into a session. And, you know, most of the time it's just a blank pad of paper and we start talking about our lives and something somebody says, you know, comes to life and that becomes the song. And so, you know, I, I, I don't really know when a song is going to be a hit because actually there's no control over that. That's, there are so many elements that make a hit you know, from the label to the promotion person to the, you know, the friend at the radio station. And, uh, um, you know, just so many things, like the social media, the, 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 the concert, uh, just everything has to line up and form this tremendous power. And that's when you have a hit. It's not only a hit song, but a hit act. And so you never know when all of those things are going to come together. I knew the day that, you know, when I showed up to meet John Bon Jovi and Richie Sambora, I had a title in my back pocket, you know, just in case things got slow. And uh, I pulled it out, said, you give love a bad name. And then I looked up and I, John's face lit up and I never saw so many teeth. Um, you know, I, I, it was like, <laughs> wow, this guy's a star. He shines, even his teeth shine. And so um, we, we just never looked back and, you know, wrote so many songs, Living on a Prayer, um, came about because um, John wanted to write a song about a, a struggling couple um, that he knew, uh, Bonnie and Joe from high school. And at, before, when I was coming up, I had a girlfriend and, and we started my group, Desmond Child and Rouge, and her name is Maria Vidal. And um, she used to work at a diner and they called her Gina. And so, Gina works the diner all day. See, everybody brings their own story to a song. And it's so wonderful when it all comes together and everybody feels like, oh, well, that's 
that's my story. <laughs> but uh, that's, you know, that's a beautiful thing about sharing music. The book is Living on a Prayer, Big Songs and a Big Life. Desmond Child joins me this morning on Hearing Voices with Scout Watson. Does winning a Grammy change how you approach your craft? No, because, I mean, I've got a, gotten a lot of awards and all that. It's like, next? Thank you, next. <laughs> Honestly, um, you can't rest on your laurels in this business. You have to be on, honestly just next. You wake up and you go to work and you don't you don't think about oh well I'm special now because I have a Grammy sitting there it just doesn't it's great you know to get it, it's like phew okay I got one but to keep going on uh, is what it's all about is the same set of the songwriter hall of fame well no that's a little bit different <laughs> because <laughs> that is one of the greatest honors of all time to be in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. I mean, there really are only about 500 people that were ever inducted. And I was inducted in 2008, and Joan Jett inducted me. And, um, you know, I just, uh, you know, it's the greatest honor. I'm just so happy. It's like, okay, kill me now. I'm in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. We wind up with Desmond Child. The book is Living on a Prayer, Big Songs and a Big Life. Have you had any hits that we would know that surprised you? You thought maybe the song was good, but it wasn't going to be that good. <laughs> well, Dude Looks Like a Lady surprised me. I, I mean, when I first met um, Joe Perry and Steven Tyler, they were working on a song called Cruising for the Ladies. And, you know, I said, oh, that's, that sounds very corny or, you know, I don't think Van Halen would put that on the backside of their worst record. And they looked at me like their eyes were like looking at me. And, and then Stephen sheepishly said, well, originally I was singing Dude Looks Like a Lady. And I was like, what? Stop everything. That's a hit title. So I dragged them into the, the storyline and the rest is history. Final question for Desmond Clark. My son is 26 years old. He loves entertainment business. He wants me to ask this question. Two of your songs have become part of the fabric of Guitar Hero. How do the royalties for something like a video game work compared to what we would know as regular sound exchange or regular royalty money? I really don't know. I, I mean, I, I'd say yes to everything and hope for the best. I, I think that they're paying sometimes like a kind of licensing fee up front but then you also get some kind of little minute little royalty from the sale of the game or something. But, um, you know, that's why I, I joined ASCAP in 1978. They keep track of everything. I'm on the board of ASCAP. And we mm -hmm. just got done uh, walking the halls in Washington where we were talking about AI and the threat uh, to copyright that AI poses. And so, you know, that's, that's the most concerning thing. A Big Life, Big Songs, Living on a Prayer is the new book. Thanks so much for the time today, Desmond. On oh, thank you.